This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready, Scotty? Curdy B, I think I'm going to start today. <gasps> I'm so excited. Jennifer Horn sent this one in. Here's mm-hmm. that headline. Female frogs fake death to dodge unwanted male attention. Oh, man. You got to give it up for the frogs on this fantastic episode of Bananas. Bananas. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. I'm Kurt Brownholder. I'm Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. Thank you for listening to the silliest little podcast there ever was. Uh, and remember, December 8th, 9th, and 10th, if you're in Philadelphia or in Pittsburgh, we're coming to you. You can go we're find hanging out. out on the Instagram. And I just want to say Minneapolis. I'm there January 18th, 19th, and 20th at Acme. So uh, I'll see you in Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Um, I feel like when today we have two great guests, you know, yes. like they're a duo. And I feel like when you have four of us, we should just get right into I agree. it. So just the monster lofts can start to happen. Um, our, our esteemed guests today have been voted by Podcast Aficionado Magazine as the greatest podcasters who have ever lived. I ever. love Podcast Aficionado Magazine. <laughs> uh, you're reading it every day. Uh, Giggles.com gave them five out of five on the scream laugh scale. So that's good. I've been a fan of Giggles.com since it was haha.co. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But they're also wonderful comedians, best friends, and the hosts of the hilarious and a podcast Curdy B and I highly recommend to Dykes and a Mike. They're going to let me say that for the next 55 minutes and then never again. The Two Dykes and a Mike podcast, which has arguably the greatest uh, theme song I've ever heard for a podcast. Really 100%. good. So please, Bananimals, <laughs> look at your phone and give a standing ovation to Mackenzie Goodwin and Rachel Scanlon. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. It's not, I honestly feel, feel very close to being banana boy number three. Yeah, you give that <laughs> energy in. for sure. Right? <laughs> I didn't know banana boy was an option, but that feels accurate. And you know how many bananas I eat a day? I'm, I'm, chipi- I'm typically traveling with yes. uh, 30 eggs. Well, okay, don't jump <laughs> right into 30 eggs. It's 30 you hard-boiled ha- can, eggs. You have to warm Do you have them a pl- up. Do you have a hard a plastic travel container? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> TSA is a nightmare. Yeah. Always gets pulled over. It's humiliating. Okay, because I started traveling. Well, we've been traveling a ton. I started now upgrading from just having like loose eggs in my pockets Filthy. to okay. having a cooler bag. It's embarrassing. You wow. look like the Red Bull girls. I look like the Red Bull girls, but gender confused. Yeah. And people love it. That's <laughs> fine. 
Red Bull goys. <laughs> and so I have in the, so usually a full bunch of bananas. <laughs> yeah. Me just completely missing what the podcast is about. <laughs> we talk about bananas a lot. How we many do. bananas do you eat in a day? Because there is a limit where you can potassium poison yourself yes. if you're not careful. Okay, that, and that scares that's me. how you go out, yeah. it, it's either going to be cholesterol from the eggs yeah. or potassium poisoning. <laughs> it's something. It's one of the two. I'm eating, I'm eating several hard-boiled, I call them HBEs, and I eat like four a day and i'll have about two bananas a day that's fine that's great that's great i used to have a bit i used to have a bit called a sad snack um (laughs) where i would take a hard-boiled egg out of my pocket during a stand-up set and then put salt on it and then read tweets that i wrote that no one liked (laughs) while i ate it (laughs) that's the shit that i really like that's what i connect with (laughs) It is yeah. Um, people don't love to watch me eat hard boiled eggs on planes. No, no. one wants it, but it's no not one. illegal, and that's something that we need to talk about more often. <laughs> that shouldn't it's be contained. the standard. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not the standard. It shouldn't be. Whatever. It's not illegal, so I can do it. Well, whatever. Okay, wait. Our theme song rocks. Our theme song rocks. It's, it's a good friend so of ours. Good. I know. Who did it? Yeah. Her it's name a- is Minnie. Minnie is the musician. Also, fun fact: that's Mackenzie's ex girlfriend. From nice. years ago, years, years yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not the greatest theme song, but it's pretty good then it's, if it's an it's ex. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, we it's so it. good. It's excellent. And you know, I was listening to your podcast and just, that's a natural transition, what you just said, that it was an ex, because you said something recently on an episode that I had never thought about, and it was that queer breakups are so much more devastating than straight mm-hmm. breakups. Yeah. Yes. And when you were going into it, and please uh, expand on that because I don't know that, but I like turned the volume up to be like, really? And <laughs> you were saying you lose not only your favorite cafe yeah. or oh. your favorite, you lose whole swaths of cities. <laughs> I, I mean, there's states. lots of land. There's yeah. a lot of real estate that's mm-hmm. no longer accessible. I mean, mountains for yeah. hiking. You can't go on certain Fryman's out of the Fryman's picture. out. Done. No. Can't oh, go no. there. Yeah. Runyon? <laughs> Forget about well, it. Well, I actually can't go to Silver Lake at all yeah. because of Christine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is one of those things that I think like, and I don't want to be, I don't want to put down straight breakups because right. I'm sure they're devastating. They're valid. In their own way. They get easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there is something about a queer breakup because then too, it can like, t- it can break up a friend, a whole friend pod. Right. The right. queer right. community is very small as it's well. Intimate. So you mm-hmm. have less places to go hide and cry your feelings away too. Yeah. Cause you'll find yourself just within yet another ex of yours that you're crying to. Exactly. <laughs> or they're now sleeping together. Oh my God. I hate your when they ex. do that. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it did. It, I turned it up and I just listened. I was like, this is fascinating. But yeah, it's like you lose a friend group. We all sort of lose somebody in a breakup. Yeah. You kind of lose some thing. But yes, the idea of losing all of Silver Lake is pretty <laughs> devastating. And I'm Can't so sorry back. that happened to you. Can no. go Never back. go back. Yeah. Run in, no. who cares? <laughs> yeah. Run you're fine. That's right. That is totally care. fine. There is better. <laughs> well, thank um, you guys well, for being here. We're very excited yes. to have you. Thank We're you for so having happy us. to be here. Let's talk about this story, yeah, baby. maybe. So, Bananimal Jennifer Horn sent this in. Thank you, Jennifer Horn. Mm-hmm. Um, here's that headline again. Female frogs, fake deaths in order to dodge unwanted male attention, a study finds. Uh, this was on NBC7 San Diego. Julia El Baba uh, wrote this. Julia El Baba is really good at writing. She's the best in the biz. She really is excellent. 
Next time you spot a frog that appears to be dead, which we've all done all the time. Constantly. It could just be the female amphibian trying to escape male attention, <laughs> scientists have discovered. Research has shown that female European common frogs are engaging in, quote, tonic immobility, end quote. Tonic? Which is essentially tonic. Okay. I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they love it over there. Uh, uh, which is essentially frogs faking their own deaths to mm. dodge mating, a study in Royal Society Open Sciences found. I'm reading that. Wait, mm-hmm. Scotty, I had today. a question. Yeah. Was sure. it to avoid, because at first you said it was to avoid male frog male attention, Yeah. but then you're saying it's to avoid mating. Because Correct. is it it's synonymous? Is it either <laughs> the only attention for frogs yeah. is they're gonna fuck you. Yeah, you better. That's the same. Otherwise, if you see a frog noticing you, it's gonna <laughs> run. fuck you. Run. Yeah. Look out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the research shows. Here's the answer to that: that the survival purposes behind the efforts are um, from increased efforts by males. They could negatively affect female survival, thus reproductive failure for both individuals. So yes, they think the the dude frogs are coming for them. Yeah. So they play dead. Uh, during mating balls that take place during mass mating events. Okay. Oh. Sure. I don't think we did do this, Kurt. I think I would remember <laughs> some of this magic stuff. Who called it that? Not the frogs. The no. frogs are not saying that this is a mating ball. A ball? Like a Victorian <laughs> party? A masquerade. <laughs> I think it's more that they're piled up on top of each other like a ball. Uh. Got it. Oh, I, that's we so were much somewhere better. else. Yeah. Sounds fun. It's like a mixer. It's like a sock yeah. hop. Um, during the they also events. call it a prom. It's also a prom. <laughs> yes. Um, numerous males will grab onto females in a way that is considered quote harassment and intimidation end quote. Oh. Shut up. Females risk death, and although the reason is not clear, probably due to the lack of oxygen. Tonic immobility can lead to um, a slowdown of their heart rate and reduce their oxygen uptake. So they basically fake their death just to survive. But <laughs> the study they, reveals. Oh, sorry. Up. They actually fake their death like uh, biologically. It's not them mm-hmm. just pretending like their heart rate mm-hmm. slows and, oh, wow. They shut it down. Wow. How? Like a forced hibernation. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. This I is mean, incredible. This is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> um,. The study reveals that tonic immobility uh, is a way to avoid all mating or male interference and has only been discovered in a handful of species and only in one other amphibian. That's it. Wow. I wonder what the other... This seems very specific to us. Yeah. I'm like, we've been there. Wait, you know what's (laughs) fucked up? (laughs) I've been really picturing... I don't know if you guys recall the WB frog with the top hat. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's who I think we're avoiding. Because yeah, that yeah, yeah. guy is aggressive. That guy's not <laughs> si- not listening to you. No. When you're like, hey, I'm good, Pass. buddy. He's yeah. like, my lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is fun. I used to be a huge froggy girl, so I had oh. a ton of frogs. Uh, you did? I yeah. just want to I yeah. wanna say that I do feel like if you were a gal yeah. and you're young and you're like, I love frogs, bugs, and insects. You're gay. You're gay now. You are gay. That is a fact. <laughs> That's that is, an indicator. Yes. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. I had if you a injure animals, you, you're a psychopath, right? You're a serial killer. Yeah. And, but if you love frogs and those sort of things, you're probably gay now. Yeah. Yes, Big for time. sure. Did Big you have time. like t-shirts with like frogs on them? hundred <laughs> percent. Me too. <laughs> I loved frogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. What kind of frogs did you, did you just like go out and get them at a lake or no, did you no, buy no. them? I'm from the desert. There are no frogs out there. So I would go to like <laughs> PetSmart oh, and get would. them. 
I were mean, they like I, just frogs to be fed to other animals? Was that no, like no? They were oh, top no. of the food chain in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ran us. <laughs> we took orders from yes, them. <laughs> they were the top. No, um, yeah, but they also played dead. But I didn't realize that they did it because of this. <laughs> That's fascinating. But my frogs would play dead. Or, and then they did die. Oh. Yeah. Those, yeah, some frogs turn upside down in your hand and play dead, like yeah. uh, firebelly toads. I know right? that's not a frog, but they do it. And then all frogs pee on you, it seems like, as mm-hmm. soon as you they pick do. them they up. They sure do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that drives the dude frogs wild. We'll never know. Science They're scared. will never figure that out. There is no way to know. There is no way to know. Honestly, I feel like the fight or flight is this one's none. Right? This one is a really specific type of a reaction. It's dot, which is this is what we've talked about before. When you're watching a sex scene with your parents or a lesbian scene, you do kind of, we do, yeah, we just slowly die. Right. When you're still closeted, you start slowing down your heart rate (laughs) and going, like sliding into the couch. Tonic immobility. Exactly. Because the idea is if you show any response to anything that is homoerotic or lesbianic at all, it does out you. So you really got to slow the the nervous system. Exactly. Yeah. I do feel like there are two types of dads. Like there are the dads that you see something that's kind of like erotic or off color and they say nothing. They're kind of like stoic. They're very like feelings are in the inside. Yeah. Or you, I, and I, and I have, I have the other one. We both have pervy little fart dads. Yeah. Big time. Big time weirdos. Big weirdos. Big weirdos. My dad will, I mean, how many times is in front of company, Mackenzie's at the house. Talks about pussies. Talks about, but he's like, we'll, Crazy. You'll see, like, a, <laughs> we'll be at the Mall of America all the time. <laughs> and he'll a just lot like, of pussy there. <laughs> going down the log chute, let me tell you what. There is. It's so bad. No, my dad is, like, disgusting. And he's always like, my dad's always like, hey, you know what? You know I'm fucking your mom, right? And I'm like, it's 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 so awful. And it's always in front of company. Also, he's not my stepdad. Like, this is just, like, the biological <laughs> father. Like, what are you doing? It's so fucked up. I mean, dads in general. Well, now I understand why you would sink back when anything sexual or lesbonic was happening. On now, I start to see because you can't give that guy an inch. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you have to slowly die if anything happens. You have to. Have you ever been to the bar in Austin, Texas, Lala's Little Nugget, the oh, Christmas bar down there? I wish. Christmas bar? No. Curdy no. B, you haven't been there? Maybe I have. I have no I've memory. I've talked about it once or twice before in the pod, but next time, if you're doing a show in Austin, go to Lala's. It's a very fun bar. It's basically year-round Christmas theme. Every direction is the most, like, on 150% Christmas. Santa's everywhere. When the when the men's room bathroom opens, there are elves on a string that are attached to it, so all the elves lower down into the bar, and then when it goes back, it's... We got to go to the men's so room. That rocks. And I've had yes, so her. many fun nights there. I was doing a road trip. I was driving across the country, and I stopped in Austin for the night, and I went up there, and I was just drinking a beer, and it was packed. It was like a Friday or Saturday night, and I'm sitting at the bar by myself, and like out of nowhere, this woman leans over. She goes, hey, will you be my ex-husband? And I go, sure, what's going on? She goes, I am on the worst fucking Tinder date. This dude sucks. He's in the bathroom right now. I'm going to say you're my ex-husband and that I want to leave because you're here. That's great. And so I was like, yeah, and of course, instantly, I'm mm-hmm. like, you picked the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting by myself, so I was like, yeah, I, I could look like a crazy ex-husband that was just, what's, what's Rebecca been up to? Yeah. So 
dude comes out of the bathroom. She goes back over to the, where they were seated, and I kind of have an eye line. <laughs> and she starts, like, doing her acting, like, oh, God, I'm not trying to look over there. And, like, I really need to go. This, And the guy kind of glances at me, and I, I'm just drunk enough where I totally overdo it, where I, like, raise my beer <laughs> and, like, look right at him, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> How dare you touch her? She's, with like, really emboldened. And I'm, like, mouthing, like, remember me? And, um, you got and, a character. Like, I love this. And it was so fun. And so she's like, she's acting great too. Like, Jesus, get me out of here. So she kind of just leaves. That guy settles up. He leaves. And then like 45 minutes later, she comes back in and she's like, thank you. And we ended up just like hanging out all night and drinking. And she's like, Tinder sucks. This was, I don't know, when Tinder came out eight years ago, 10 years ago, whenever. But she gave the performance of a lifetime of just like, <laughs> oh my God, I've walked into a room with a murderer. Oh. And it was fun. We ended up hanging out all night. It was amazing. You're a he- you're a hero in yes. that story. Big time. It's <laughs> and you get to I like when you get to act. You know what I mean? Really I do settle too. into yes. somebody else's skin. With a stranger? Yeah. Please. Yeah, that's really fun. Yes, and also he was a little smaller than me, so I was emboldened. Like, if he was bigger than me, I would have been like... Uh-oh, yeah. Hi, it's me. It's like the exact opposite reversal of that thing where, like, uh, couples are told to do, like, go to a bar and pretend you're strangers. (laughs) 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 You're strangers pretending like you've already had a full life of a relationship together. divorce. (laughs) Yeah, it went bad. Oh, Mackenzie so and I, funny. we have a theory because I, I had, I when I was on the dating scene, um, I used to. We have a theory that there's two types of lesbians in the world. There's sporty mm-hmm. dykes and there's geography dykes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a geography dyke, <laughs> and uh, and then I'm a sporty. And dyke. she's a sporty dyke, mm-hmm. but I was matched with this like very sporty dyke and it was like it must have been the playoffs for football and she kept bringing up she was a huge fan of the nfl the patriots she was like a new englander so like Mm -hmm. an east coaster Mm -hmm. and i was i was a bit i was a i was kind of like going through a phase of like experimenting with lying kind of fun for me (laughs) yeah And I was trying on different personalities. So I was trying to match Good. her with her. Like, I was like, I fucking love sports, love football, not knowing anything. And the amount of times that I said to her that I love the pates to the, her face. The, 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 the New England pates. <laughs> I said, oh, I love the pates. pates. Yeah. Tom Favorite Brady team. Yeah. I'm a huge pate head. I love the Tom pates. Brady. merch in the car. You're I like, I have, <laughs> you're like, I have got a lot of pates merch at home. Yeah. Check it out. Insane. Yeah. And that's us. Oh, man. Was there another date after the pates? Date number one? you won't believe this. No second date. No second date. She saw through your lies. Yeah. Yeah, She saw right through you. You can't lie that hard on a first date. Yeah, it sucks. You'd think she would have corrected me or at least played dead or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough. Uh, yeah, um, we've all been there. We've all been there. That's pretty great, though. I wonder if she. I wonder what her point of view was. Like, I wonder if she didn't know you were lying. She just thought you were a lunatic, or mm-hmm. just really weird. Like, had some weird regional thing where. I like to think the that like there was one small part of her that was like. Have I been saying it wrong? <laughs> Am I crazy? That's right. Wait a second. Because you went so hard. Because I was in. so. Confidence. You couldn't have told me that I was wrong. I yeah, was like, no, right. it's, it's pa- yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Even when I think Mackenzie, you corrected me the next day. Yeah, it was like you moron. And then I was like, maybe Mackenzie's. I'm a bit of like a 
You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I'm sure I'm crushing it at all times. And you are never crushing it. <laughs> yeah, usually not. Yeah, usually not. <laughs> um, well, do you guys want another story here? Sure. Let's hear it. Okay. This one was sent in by Stuart Knapman. Thanks, Stuart. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> um, this was on Perth Now. Oh, um, good website. Or from, good website. I think it's the Perth Now. It's either Perth Now or, or the West Australian. I can't tell which it is. We'll never know. Kiwi filmmaker sold used sex toys for $11,000 to fund film. Great. Yes. Will you read that one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit it again. Kiwi filmmaker, so many is from New Zealand, sold used sex toys for $11,000 to fund film. This sounds... Like Rachel, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If the, how how are they still worth eleven thousand dollars? Okay, that's after, what I'm saying. McKenzie. I'm like, how yes. many sex toys? And I know that they're expensive, but like, yeah. come on, that well, has to be a truck load of sex toys. There must be so many. There has to. It be. must be a buttload. Don't say a buttload. <laughs> okay. I liked it. Um, I liked it. But yeah, if you buy a thousand dollar sofa and sell it later, you try to get five hundred, but you'll take right. four hundred. You just want that thing out of your house. So this person maybe had. $44,000 worth of sex toys that they just blew out for eleven grand. I think also, we're, t- we're dealing with a situation that is quantity and quality, which is so you. rare. Thank it you. has to be. I'm so excited to answer all of your questions. Um, <laughs> this was written by That's Rachel right. Fenner. <laughs> oh, she's good. When it comes to sex toys, she's good. Mm-hmm. Here it is. A Kiwi man has sold used sex toys for $11,000, and before you get grossed out, it was for a good cause. Okay, whatever. Even grosser. Jason Howden, the director of cult film Deathgasm, sold the toys to fund its sequel. Deathgasm is about a heavy metal band who accidentally summon an even evil entity called the Blind One by playing a piece of ancient sheet music. One standout scene includes a dildo massacre. Uh, and <laughs> sounds pretty good. I and, like this. And now yeah. a U.S. man is the proud owner of a double-ended dildo in black PVC plastic from the set of the film, which set him back a cool $4,292. So the not man, qu- quantity. Not it's quantity. Like, it's like they're selling props for large chunks of money. Yeah, yes. but it's And plastic. the still of this movie, I'm not a huge horror fan, um, but it looks so fun. It is a person swinging a, a giant double-ended tilto mm-hmm. like like uh, like a weapon, um, and that is from Deathgasm. So Deathgasm does seem like a pretty Can't fun wait movie. To see it. Yeah, um, wow. the man plans to display the prop in his home, according to Stuff.co.nz. <laughs> <laughs> A pair of used dildos were sold for $3,000, an- anal beads for $1,715, and a $2,229 dildo. Quote, we've been blown away by the enthusiasm and love people have shown for Deathgasm, how told stuff. For years, I've been asked if a sequel's in the worst, and I can... In the works, and I can honestly say the fans can expect an even more intense, hilarious, and fucked up experience with Deathgasm 2, Gormageddon. Gormageddon. <laughs> wow. The sale this was part is of iconic. a. It is. The, pe- the sale was part of a Kickstarter campaign, which Jason Lee Howden announced on Wednesday was a success. Deathgasm 2, Gormageddon, will be coming to screen soon. Quote, thank you to everyone who contributed, supported, and encouraged us this last month. We fucking did it. Thanks to all of you. Howden wrote on X. Pretty great. 
Pretty great. Congratulations. I can't wait to watch Deathgasm. Another another scene, another like still from the movie looks absolutely fantastic as well. Um, seems like a great movie. Wow. But there it we is. We have to watch it. I we mean, have to watch it. There is no world in which I don't love this movie. Yeah. There's Agreed. no chance right? for me not loving it. First off, a movie with Dillers. Oh, we Hi. love a Diller movie. We love a Diller mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm like... It sounds yeah. like they're also huge, which we love an obscenely <laughs> large dildo. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. We like to have fun. And I do feel like, I mean, the d- dillers have evolved so much. Like when Mackenzie and I came out in forever ago, we <laughs> came out when Christ was a boy. Yeah, We've been out like for so long. At the same <laughs> time? Like, at were the you exact friends? same time. You, yeah, held, yeah. Yeah, you held hands we and announced it. We came out of the closet together. Yeah. It <laughs> was confusing. Beautiful. It was so people, weird. People were like, are you guys together? We're like, no. Ugh, gross. <laughs> we're more like sisters. Yeah. And then also confusing. Okay. But they used to Dillard's be like used hard to be, yeah. plastic. Right. You could hit somebody over the head and they would have a concussion. It was like a blunt force object. Yeah. Yes. Like dildos yeah. used to be so bad. And then you would buy, do you remember you used to buy dildos and they would be like, don't wash it with water. Yes. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. They would be like, you have to put it into an industrial grade <laughs> machine to wash it. Or they'd be like, nice. boil it. Yeah. You boil have to it. boil it <laughs> and don't use it again. Yeah. It was, oh my God. We yeah. Had they one were in so a fish bad. Tank in college that was right in the middle of the fish tank. And then it, we had washed that one before. And I, I think the fish lived for a pretty long time. They didn't seem to mind it whatsoever. So right. it, it didn't seem toxic to me. It seemed like they it were. was safe for everyone, which is a good sign. <laughs> I think that's so sweet. Honestly, I'm like, has fish... That is a cute decor. Yeah, it's like, a great decor. They've also made them now. So now they're so much better because they used... Yeah, they used to be so hard. Yeah, hard, so plastic. hard plastic. They were... And sticky. They were like weirdly sticky after yes. a certain amount of time. And now yes, they don't get sticky right. anymore. No, they have that's really like... True. they've They have they're like, like silicone. You can bend them now. Yeah. yeah they're, they're very high things. tech. You can like... Call your grandma. It's great what you can full, do with them. <laughs> Did you say call your grandma? They are Bluetooth <laughs> <her> now. <laughs> yes. What do you think Bluetooth's for? Calling, I guess you're right. Yeah. You it's like for controlling moron. something inside of you. That's what Bluetooth exactly. was invented for. Yeah. That's why it's Bluetooth. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, no, you could really do anything with dildos now. I know, I which love I, them. And you can fully submerge them in water, which is great for when you're... Well, they could always submerge them in water. Oh, but the fish <laughs> yeah, It was great. Oh, yeah. I God, mean, I I, nobody right. used it after that, but the fish didn't mind. That's it gave a, a nice balance to the tank, probably yeah. added some feng shui for the fish, like a little thing to dodge, but also you're like, I'm on the left side. Yeah. But isn't it interesting that like... There's nothing in life you hide in the same way that you hide a dildo. Mm -hmm. Like a gun, you hide a gun. You're like, lock it up, put it away. Money, you're like, I don't want anybody finding this. But like all of my friends at some point were like, I found a dildo in my mom's drawer, like just yes. right on top. It was yes. like you do the bare minimum. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's always with socks. <laughs> yeah, socks and underwear. There it is. The it amount is. of stories that we hear about people that call in and they're like, "Yeah, my entire family was moving me, and my dildo fell out." And I'm like, "What? Hide it better. Yeah, pack <laughs> it yourself. It Wrap does it up in a sweater. Right. <laughs> Put it away. It does typically seem to be." Like moving, moving, moving that's and your when, whole family. When I, they redid my carpeting in my apartment. So I had to, yes. it, and that's where too, it's like, I'm not moving, but everything needs to be moved. Yeah. And I put all of them in one cube, almost like, like an umbrella holder. 
if you can okay. envision that. Smart, like a holster. Yeah. Yes, or like a bunch of swords. A quiver. Like, <laughs> a quiver. Yes. A quiver. A quiver. Yeah. A oh quiver. Yeah. Quiver. A is quiver. it called yes. a quiver? Yeah, a quiver. And honestly, quiver you would if you saw them. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, baby. And I was like, I the, all everything was being moved by a bunch of crew people who were changing the things. This man, I forgot about that one, you know, quiver, quiver, <laughs> and he grabs all of them. But there is something really strange about like having a man holding that many like phallic like objects sure. yeah. in sure. a lesbian home, like a home where like a man hadn't been in that house since the nineties. Like right. truly, I mean, when was the last time you had a man in your house? <laughs> I haven't had a man in my house in years. I haven't had a man There's in my house. No need to. Why right. would you? No. Unless you're getting your carpets. <laughs> Unless you're changing my carpet again. What would they do? Yeah. So I remember him holding it, and then I went. My first like Minnesota shame was so quickly replaced with pride that I didn't expect to come. No, it emboldened you. Yeah, when he was holding, I was kind of like, yeah, and you're in. My house. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> My dildos yeah. in your arms. Yeah. I'm hiding them under one magazine, so half of it's hanging out. <laughs> Get used to it, pal. <laughs> That's yeah, so it was fun. almost like I hope nobody sees these. Uh oh, throwing them on the ground. <laughs> you hide yeah. it, sort of like an Easter egg for like little kids, yes. where like you gotta have some of it sticking out, or they're never gonna find this thing in the yard. So honestly, we just had one. Somebody wrote into our podcast mm-hmm. where um, a dog did get a hold of one at a campsite. At a campsite. So then mm-hmm. you have a dog because you can't. I mean, but she thought it was a stick, so she went to grab it. She was about to throw it, and then felt what it was and the whole family turned and there she was holding a huge diller yeah because then do you throw it or <laughs> not? i would throw it you throw it you throw it you have to, you have throw, to throw it, it at that point to, yes you can't hold it and just like what show your family would you ever here's my question would you ever use it again after seeing it in a dog's mouth i don't think so depends I, on the price yeah, I, depends on the price if it's an 800 dollars <laughs> how much dildo. yes yeah. Is Diller yeah. just your guy's word, or is that a universal? Okay, that's just yours. We coined it. That's just the two we'll dikes. We'll adopt it. <laughs> yeah, we'll please. always credit you as soon yeah. as we say it. Yeah. We'll say, you know, hand me that Diller two dikes podcast. If that's an 800. <laughs> if that's Coming an 800. to the improv in Kansas City in October. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a high dollar Diller, you got to throw it. You can't yeah. throw it. <laughs> you clean the shit out of it, and you use that again. I'm also exactly. like, for me, it does kind of depend on what kind of dog. Okay, like you know. if it's like a Great Dane, I D- guess yeah. are, are the are yeah, there if puncture it's a medium marks? Dane, you're out of there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. got to be a big dog. I think so. <laughs> yeah, and also, how happy is the dog? If the dog's tail's wagging like crazy, you're like, it's fine. But if the dog's mm-hmm. holding it, just looks like the hackles go up. You're like, yeah, I'm not using this anymore. This is going <laughs> yeah. to the fish tank. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight to the tank. Just if going straight to, s- to the ten gallon. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I sold all my sex toys, how much money I would get, and I, it seems like a buck fifty at most because they're old. The old ones that like feel like you're using a hand mixer. Yeah, do you know the what I mean? Ones. The crank Maybe ones. Maybe Cracker Barrel needs them. I don't know. They'll put yeah. them on the Walls. Cracker Barrel definitely needs them. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they need to get railed. I feel like a few of my are so old that they feel like robotronic. <laughs> yeah, like animatronic. Like from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, they're old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a, ma- like a giant mouse stick. Yeah. Yes. Oil can. Please um, sell them. Here's one that can tease us into a break. Uh, Zoe Rain sent this in. Thank you, Zoe Rain. Is this all a joke? Woman returns from vacation to find her home demolished by mistake. 
I saw this. <laughs> I can't this wait. one was sad. This just happened. I, yeah, this just happened. I can't wait to find out how this happened. On when we come back, on more bananas. Folks, we are back. Uh, Scotty, you got any shout outs before we get back yes. to our fantastic guests? I do. We do shout outs on the podcast. And, you know, if you have any comments, jump in. But uh, Jake Brown, Kurt, our good friend Jake Brown. Jake! Wants to shout out our friend, his wife, Samantha Taylor. Sam started a Sam. new job at Gum Pop in Denver, which oh. is a big event planning company. I right think on. it's one of the best. And Jake was going to give her flowers, but thought a banana shout out might be better. Jake was wrong, but congratulations, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> we love you, and congrats. That's awesome. And maybe we'll end up doing Banana Fest in Denver. Congratulations, Sam. That's so awesome. I'm, ha- I'm happy for you. We're way backed up. So these next three are from June. These were June submissions, and we're just getting to them now. Uh, Mitzi Kurtwright, great name, mm-hmm. is doing a shameless shout-out for herself. She moved her family to Houston to be closer to her family and for better services for her special needs son. In doing so, she left behind a successful real estate business. So she wants to tell all of our Houston area bananimals, if you need a realtor, Google Mitzi, M-I-T-Z-I, Kurtwright, and she's the most fun realtor you can hire in Houston, which there that has to be true. That's got that to be true. A fact. Yeah. Uh, I got two more, gang. Tanisha Lee Burkhalter from Midvale, Utah. Sounds fun enough. Great name. <laughs> yeah, great names. Uh, asked us to shout out her bar. Did you say Tanisha Vale Turkhalter? Well, I didn't say anything like that, <laughs> but I did say Tanisha Lee Burkhalter okay, great. from Midvale, Utah. <laughs> Uh, she has a 10-year anniversary of her bar, which is called A Bar Named Sue. Yay! In Midvale. And it's a bar that I promised to visit in 2024. So congratulations to everybody at A Bar Named Sue. Yeah. Bars in Utah are weird. Yeah. They they still pour like Europeans do, like one little ounce at a time. Uh, hard to get drunk in Utah. Uh, and last but not least, Julia Richmond. Sorry this took so long, Julia. Uh, she's shouting herself out for going through rehab. She returned from a 28-day program. Wants to shout out the amazing staff at Long Island Center for Recovery. Yeah. She would also like to shout out her husband and Bananimal Ben on their five-year, probably 5.5-year wedding anniversary. Congrats. Congratulations, Julie, on your sobriety. I hope it's going great for you. Yeah. And we are back with the co-hosts, the hilarious Mackenzie Goodwin and Rachel Scanlon from Two Dykes and a Mic, which we're allowed to say for 15 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Bananas. Tell us a little bit, for the Bananimals who might not know your podcast, what it, what's up with it? Right? Would you oh. like to explain? God, would I love to. Thank you, Scotty. Our podcast is basically like snorting the queer community yeah. and shooting up queer joy is kind of what it's like we basically were two gay best friends which if you actually look at any like lesbian content that you've ever seen doesn't exist you you rarely will see two lesbians being best friends that and that they haven't had sex together yeah and she refuses to 
and I refuse to. She well, every happen. night we do shows. She we go back to the hotel. Yeah, we call our girlfriends, and then she tries to have sex with me, and I say no. Yeah, <laughs> happens all the time. Boundaries are important. Yeah. Boundaries are important. Um, but yeah, we basically are, we're just two BFFs, and we talk about gay stuff. We review gay. Yeah, we do bumble fumbles, which is where listeners will send us in their their uh, first date fumbles. Mm-hmm. We do ask a dykes. Yeah, we have just the time of our lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have really fun. We have guests on a lot too that are really like talented and funny queer people. We have a live show at Largo that we do, yeah. which is also really fun. And honestly, it's just kind of the best time you can ever have. Yeah, we just love Yay. being gay and being best friends, and we love laughing yeah. as well. I think a lot of times uh, queer content can be tragic not funny (laughs) and that sucks because i'm we're so funny yeah and gay people are so fucking funny so we like to just you know make each other laugh that's what we do on the podcast there's a lot of joy to it you really do like every episode i've listened to there there's sort of these great crescendos and builds of just like we're getting into a topic and then you're laughing so hard and then you're like let's move on to this thing and it's Mm -hmm. i find it you just have a great gift of uh, gift of gap. You have banter with each other. That's clear chemistry, which a lot of times when podcasts are like, we should do a podcast. You could tell that yeah. as soon as it's done recording, they get in two different cars and don't talk until the next <laughs> recording. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I, I believe you that both of you go to hotel rooms and you have to fight, e- fight each other off. That makes <laughs> yes. a lot of sense chemistry-wise. Well, and we oftentimes, too, clubs or places will be like, do you guys need two rooms? And we're no. like, what? What do you mean? We s- <laughs> we have two queen beds, and we sit in our beds, and we watch WWE until we fall asleep we from do. laughing. We or Impact. We also watch Impact. <laughs> yeah. We don't just watch WWE. Gotta yeah, watch we like- Impact. You gotta eat hard boiled eggs together. Yeah, yes. you, you get us. Pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, Anne McKenzie and I. Sounds- Pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. You'd love it. You'd love you it. You would literally love it. And I've been saying this for years. Like everyone should really kind of sink their teeth into lesbianism. It's great. It is <laughs> the most fun that you can ever have. The dads are weird. Dads but are atrocious. It's, but it's fun. <laughs> the sex toys were bad before. But yeah. like once you get over those things, it really is a it great rocks. time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should try it. But we met it as a, like at an open mic too. So like mm-hmm. we were doing stand up around each other. Yeah. And then. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we were and two dykes in a mic first was in a comedy open mic. That's what the mic was. Yeah. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then. And here we are, best friends. Yeah, so. still still haven't had sex with each other. Yeah. Which we Woo-hoo! have to reiterate all the pretty time. Pretty often. <laughs> the amount of times also that I have to reiterate that I am a lesbian yeah, is you, you would shock you. <laughs> yeah. We had a close Do people call you out like you're saying too much? They're like, hey, that's sort of a, like, do they feel like you're co-opting lesbianism yes, without? So we had a friend who thought oh, I was no. one married to a man, and they were like, oh, yes. I thought you were going to get canceled for being calling yourself a dyke. And I was like, I am. Yeah, Mackenzie <laughs> has a wife. And I, I have I a heard this. wife. You've met my wife before. Literally, yeah. I was right like, over there. I'm not going to put this person on blast, but I was like, you met my wife. You had a conversation in my home with her. Yeah. It was the most bizarre. He, he He's w- on your fantasy football league. I know. I can't with him. Yeah. <laughs> the signs are there, but just it's open so the eyes. I know, but it's Sounds because like men are you. like, <laughs> men are kind of like, I, I'm sorry, not all men. You gorgeous, kind people. <laughs> you say whatever you want, guys. We're doing fine. We're fine. We're comfortable we enough. Knock us down a peg. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sell that peg. <laughs> we don't care. We get I it. I love this energy. Honestly, you guys yeah. come change my carpet anytime. Please. <laughs> 
They look at Kurt and I and they think we're something totally different. We're like spies. We're like Blade. I know. We're like playing both sides. We're I like, look like I keep talking. Yeah, I look like I just came out of J.P. Morgan. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I, yes. <laughs> the fact my name isn't Cooper is astonishing to everybody in my life. Just. No. Yes. Not this damn. <laughs> oh my god. So That's so funny. Also, I do feel like Kurt and I look the same. Do yeah. we not? You guys like, look, look the same sense. coloring. I mean, we do look like we're related. Yeah. It's sort of weird. We could all be a weird family. I just also want to go back to the fact that that comic was like, "You're gonna get canceled because you've been pretending to be." <laughs> <laughs> Which Guys, is such a it's crazy, unfathomable. Thing to... It's, it's crazy. insane. The amount of comics we had. Somebody recently who's another lesbian comedian who was like, "I thought you were." Um, remember, I kissed my girlfriend. We've been together for five years. I post her all the time. I kissed my girlfriend, and this other gay comedian came up to me and was like. Was that a joke? <laughs> it's thought so I was doing a bit. I'm yeah. like, I'm kissing my girlfriend. It's so bizarre. We get it all the time it's where they're like, so that's weird. your sister, right? People assume, and it's so weird. People assume lesbian last. Like, it's almost like a, because I do feel, maybe we are a rare breed, but people are so queer now. But that people don't assume, they're like, yeah, the people are like sisters a lot, yeah. which is crazy doesn't make any sense or like yeah very Cousins. close friends they're like wow you you and your cousin keep sucking on each other's fingers that's yeah. we must have had like or maybe it's cool medical yeah. like you guys are very cool like close-knit i don't know close. but yeah. the yeah, lesbian is always the last on the mind i know but we're so open about it. we have a podcast called two i mean the dyke is right there right it's right there be right more, up top it, yeah. it's right there it's also the no. mullet i mean the haircut you think would hello yeah. yeah i don't know my dad still hopes i'm gonna bring a man home one day <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and so do. Don't. Again, don't. Unless don't. you need your new toilet replaced. You're out. Garbage disposal replaced. Just, guys, don't bring them anywhere. Just yeah. let them wander off and of eat wings or whatever. Eat wings. Yeah. Into uh, the wings forest. <laughs> Zoe Rain sent this in, yes. which is a great Thank name. Thank you, Zoe. I love last name Rain, R A Y N E. That's a cool mm-hmm. name. Is it all a joke? Woman returns from vacation to find her house demolished by mistake. Tell me more, please. This was in USA Today, but it was everywhere. Mackenzie saw it. Associated Mm -hmm. Press reported on it. But we're doing USA Today, written by Sara Al-Arshani, who is the best in the biz. I call it You Sat O'Day. That's what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I like that a lot. I'm going to call that, too. You Sat O'Day. That's our dealer. I'm going to call... All butt plugs, you sat O days. Um, The last thing anyone wants to hear while on vacation is grim news about their home. Sort of. Specifically that it no longer exists. (laughs) Yeah. For Susan Hodgson, it couldn't get much worse. Her house was accidentally demolished. Uh, Sorry, Susan. The photos of this house, it is flat. Mm -hmm. It is a pile of rubble. Wow. Last month... Hodgson came back from uh, to find her longtime Atlanta family property in rubble. Uh. The Associated Press said on t- uh, Saturday, "Quote: I am furious. Yeah, I keep waking up thinking, is this all a joke or something? I'm just still in shock." Yeah, H- Hodgson had received a call from a neighbor while she was on vacation, asking whether she had hired someone to demolish the vacant home. Oh, it's a vacant Which- home. Okay. Yes. All right. It had been boarded up for 15 years. We keep it board covered, and but we cut the grass, and the yard is clean. The taxes paid, and everything is up to code. I. This is all interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 
Um, Hodgson told the neighbor that she hadn't hired anyone to tear down the home. The neighbor went over to confront the worker, who replied in a harsh tone. He told her to shut up and mind her own business. And there you go. Wow. (laughs) A sweetheart. What a butthead. (laughs) The homeowner sent a family member over to speak to the worker, who then realized he was at the wrong address. Oh, my God. He said, well, I want to see a permit or something. And the guy pulled it out and said, oh, I'm at the wrong address. And (sighs) he just packs up everything and leaves. After completely demolishing the house. Completely demolishing the house. Wow. Okay. Um, I know. It just reminded me of something, too. Uh, Hutchin has filed a police report and contacted lawyers. I think she's going to (laughs) win. But it's still unclear what the next steps are. Uh, Here's the company responsible. If you live in Atlanta, you might not want to hire these guys. Up to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's called You Call It, We Haul It. Uh, They haven't, yeah. Uh, USA Today, or USAT O'Day, as we call it, was unable to reach the company. But in a statement to Fox 5, the company said it was investigating the matter. Quote, it's just hard to believe someone thinks they have the right to just come and tear something down and walk away from it. And they didn't come back and even say, I'm sorry. That's what crazy. I, what do I need to do to fix this? It was an accident, but they didn't give me nothing, Hodgson said. Wow. And O story. <laughs> Whoa. Devastating. You wait, call you call it, we haul it. Don't call, use them, guys. It, allegedly, so we don't get sued, but allegedly. Be allegedly. I don't allegedly <laughs> use them. Can I just say I love the energy of fully destroying a home yeah. and then being like, my bad. But getting the fuck out. <laughs> and I then mean, leaving. Just leaving. <laughs> the, not sticking around. This is so crazy that the story was even worse than the headline. Yeah. Like, that was so much worse than I imagined it to be. Because you're kind of like, for a second, you're like, oh, it was boarded up. Like, right. sh- you know what? I mean? Maybe she doesn't live there. This can happen. Because, like, like, you know, if it's full of stuff, you're mm-hmm. like, well, I can't live in that reality where that can just happen. Because I don't need that stress added to me. But then when it's just this fucking asshole who's yeah. like, who's yeah. like, fuck off. Oh, yeah. what? Huh. Huh. Wrong address. Hmm. My bad. Better, uh, better get and out of And then it's here. like he just kind of like slowly starts walking backwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> just starts nailing boards together and kind of rebuilding the house sort of poorly. But that's like what you have to do when you fuck up that bad. That's the only reaction I think you can do. I mean. Is it, you have to back out. Him just being like, huh. Did what did I just demolish? <laughs> yes. Did I fly that house? Huh. <laughs> Sounds like something I That's right. Just do. hand the person questioning you the keys to the bulldozer and be like, why'd you bulldoze that house so bad? <laughs> and then just run away. <laughs> this it is really why I don't trust so anyone. Yeah. Also, you can you can like feel the arrogance on this man. <laughs> it's seeping through. Yeah. 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 Or the boredom, like to not double check an address and be like, another day at knocking down houses and then just shows up to where he thinks, doesn't look at the form again and just starts. I mean, what if somebody was in there? It's exactly. But that's the arrogance of like, I think I fucking know which house. No, check your map quest. Look at the printout. No, it's crazy. (laughs) Look at the printout. This this feels like best case scenario for the woman, if I'm being honest. If you have your house boarded up for 15 years, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a big payout from the city, probably, Mm -hmm. or wherever they. It sounds like what she needs the most. If you were listening to her, a hug. She would like an apology. Yes. And it seems like this is the guy who's never going to get it. 
like and that's what is annoying me because yeah you can give her all the money you want but what she needs is this asshole to be like i fucked up and men like that rarely do he's gonna go around and be like well i could i bet he would demolish every other house around it to be like well what <laughs> well, it's a tornado what am i supposed Hurricane to do steve came through sorry <laughs> <laughs> i know she just wants a kind apology maybe one slow dance in the front yard would be yeah. kind of nice yeah. <laughs> treat her give a lady a night you just knocked down her home but yeah exactly. it is i i do agree that it's a like if it's been boarded up for 15 years you kind of can't live in that house as is anyway. So yeah. start now. It's you get to start over if you want to build a, a new paid house. Maybe. Demolition. A exactly. paid demolition. A paid demolition. Yeah, is cool. We had this. Curry B and I worked on a show on MTV about God 12, 13 years ago, and we it was a show called Mega Drive, and there's a comedian who y'all might know named Johnny Pemberton, who's a really funny, nice guy, and he was the host. And it was that they would drive vehicles and fly vehicles that you've never seen on TV before, and that he had failed his driving test five times. So it was like the worst person <laughs> to learn how to drive anything. <laughs> and MTV always wanted like big things in the third act or big things in the third beat. So they were down, in, I think, in one of the Carolinas or Georgia, and they were doing a tank. They were doing like an actual army tank and Johnny was shooting this thing and driving over things. And our big pitch for the third thing was we drove over a school bus and flattened it. And it was like a 1950s or 60s Bluebird, which was like the company name. It was a yellow school bus, and we flattened that thing to a pancake. And when the guy came to pick it up, he he had rented it to the show. He hadn't sold the school bus. Oh, I remember so this. He came to drive uh. his bus away. <laughs> yeah. And we had flattened it and killed a vintage school bus. And it was one producer's fault. It was like oh. one guy's fault who was like, yeah, we bought it. But we didn't. We had rented it for the day. And, so and it's like a foot to, tall. It, it's a foot tall. It was like. It was. <laughs> imagine a tank and with TV coverage. So you have to keep setting up cameras and moving around. Probably a comedian driving a tank over a bus. I don't know. 13 times. Oh, <laughs> my God. Really grinding it down. But we apologized, and that yeah. producer got fired. So <laughs> instant results. But we had to buy that bus. We had to give oh that guy the God. cash equivalent of that bus. But he was – actually, I was in New York, so I wasn't on set to see it happen. But Good. It, people were hurt. Like, our yeah. team was like, we are so sorry. We demolished something beautiful. We weren't supposed to. Yeah, oh right? God. That's some a royal fuck-up. Yeah, some things you cannot yeah. fix. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, like, you can't blow it back up, <laughs> up into shape. I know. Oh, my the God. The producer should have tried to get into it and tried to drive it. He should have at least give it the effort of laying on the ground and <laughs> scooching towards <laughs> it and hitting the horn let a me couple see if times. I can just get, let me see if he can still drive it, though. <laughs> give it a little jump. Just needs a jump. Honestly, oh, it's I don't know if, yeah. if this is like the best takeaway. Yeah. But it is like making me want to apologize less. You know what I'm saying? Good. Like, yeah. <laughs> lie more, apologize less. If I'm I like here, that like, that's your takeaway. I still feel so bad for like accidentally. Something we did in 2005. Yeah, like yeah. accidentally em- elbowing somebody in line. I'm like, I feel guilty about that. Like there's people out there demolishing houses and being like, well, my, yeah. You know what I mean? Like not, apo- I gotta, I gotta, but that's a, we grow up mm. always apologizing. Uh, no we more. Over I'm becoming an asshole. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did you either have a phase or mm. were you around people, usually high school or sometimes younger, where people would punch holes in walls at parties? Yeah. Mm-mm. I've never no. seen that. Always a boy. Me neither. 
Always a boy. Uh, there was, yeah, there were, there was a few famous ones, but one was one friend of mine put picked his other brother. Kevin picked up Mike and smashed him into the wall, and it put a body-sized hole in the wall, and they just mm. put a Dan Marino poster over it. Stop. And the mom never knew. She still might not know because they're still in the same house. But there oh was one God. party at this girl named Lauren Sapolsky's house where the parents weren't there for the weekend, and everybody's in the basement. And I don't even know if it was our high school, but somebody start punched a hole in the wall. And then that thing became Swiss cheese. And I didn't do it. I was never that kind of kid. And I remember just watching it happen around me. I'm like, this is how bad things happen. Like, yeah. it starts yeah. with one little thing. And then it's like, whoosh. Yeah. It, it blew me away. Okay. <laughs> I had something bizarre happen similarly where somebody, I had thrown a party when I was in high school. Okay, cool. I know. No one came. <laughs> all right. One person came. And they took all of the silverware that I had, every piece of silverware, and stabbed my front lawn with it. Why? All wow. the knives. Oh, left all, them out? Left them out in the front lawn. What a prank. That's, took that's everything. very funny. <laughs> I think I it's love that. fucked up. And I still think about it all the time. And I go, who the fuck did that? Wow. So you didn't so you don't know, know who, who did, did it. it? It was just during the party? It was during the party. Somebody cleaned out the entire drawer of that's silverware. so crazy. All of the steak knives. Wow. And went and stabbed the entire front yard. Oh, my God. It's fucked. <laughs> but I feel like that's good, clean fun. Is it good, clean that's fun? Good, clean. Nobody's getting hurt. The, the grass getting is hurt. getting aerated. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's probably all good right. for the grass. Yeah. All right. All that's right. silly. That's fun. You got a How dishwasher. Hard do you have to stab the ground with a spoon to get it to stick. I mean, that feels I don't like think too you've hard. got some anger. Okay. It was I don't nice, think too hard. Mo- nice, okay. moist, wow. <laughs> manured lawn. I'm like, you had a lawn in Arizona? Yeah. Well, that's hot, dude. That's so cool. Yeah. Whenever I see grass <laughs> in the desert, I'm like, oh, well, lush. That's well. How about you? Somebody won Powerball. Yeah. Sounds like a German holiday, though. It's like, yeah, no, just every day we all go outside, we stab it, we, we stab wave it. to each other, we clean them the next morning, and we go back to what we were doing. <laughs> um, well, can I send us home with one, guys? Send yeah. us home. There it is. Coin tosses are not 50-50, researchers find. Wow. Yeah. Coin tosses are not 50-50. It's 51% going to be the side that you starts up. Can you believe that? Really? Yes. They tested over like 5,000 flips with like 46 different people. And uh, they tested. This is the kind of science I like. Me too. This makes sense to me because I want to know answers. 100%. So, yeah. So it's, uh, but the one way to make it fair is if you don't show the person what side is up before you flip. So, if you ever want to flip, don't show the person what side is up. But if you do see it, always call whatever is pointing up when they flip it. Wow. Um, And that is really good life advice. Yeah. And that was sent in by somebody. Nope. I I found it. I found it on <laughs> futurism. You were just, you were just nope, noodling around. <laughs> just At least you guys my are news. honest. <laughs> just Googling what's cool. What's cool? <laughs> what's cool? Coin flips aren't real. All right. <laughs> what's cool? Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Can we plug away? Can you you plug your website, your Instagrams, your tour dates? Really, the floor is yours. Yes, we are on the road and we'll be on the road also in 2024. And you can find all of our tour dates on twodikesandamike.com. Yes. And um, you could find me at Rachel Safety. I'm also going to be in Portland and Seattle in December and San Diego as well. But you can follow us at Two Dikes and a Mike and listen to our podcast. It's so fun and gay. It's It's so so fun and gay. Yeah. Fun and gay. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Go check it out. This is the last time you're ever going to hear me say it. Two Dykes and Mike podcast. It's a great podcast. (laughs) Come back anytime. This was a really fun time. A delight. Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstar. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.